Hello. First, welcome to the Love Month. In honor of us being in the Love Month, we will be doing a week-long series on the book of Song of Solomon, otherwise known as the Song of Songs. The book Song of Songs contains eight chapters of love poetry. These are not meant to be taken apart and dissected, but rather read together and enjoyed together as the poetry explores love and desire. The title Song of Songs is a Hebrew idiom like Holy of Holies or King of Kings. This indicates that this song is the greatest song. And like I mentioned, some may reference Song of Songs as Song of Solomon. Now, Solomon could be the author, but in reading this book, we notice a voice in the beginning and consistently throughout is that of a woman. She interacts and speaks to a male whom she's engaged to. When we look at the description of the male voice, it seems odd that it could be Solomon as a candidate because it makes reference to the 700 wives that the male has. So rather, the Song of Solomon may make reference to the wisdom tradition of Solomon. Solomon was known for his wisdom poetry and his love of learning, and this book is an extension of just that. In the book Song of Songs, we see an engaged couple responding and interacting with one another back and forth. There is no clear linear pattern, yet we notice a flow in the written words as the man and woman go back and forth. Though it is a wedding psalm, there are implications for Christ and his church. Paul wrote in Ephesians 5 the parallels of how a husband shall love his wife like Christ loves his bride, the church, and how wives should serve and submit to their husbands like the church should serve and submit to Christ. So Song of Songs is an allegory which provides insight on the love relationship between Christ and his bride, you and I. Now, this book highlights and explores love. It reflects a pure form of love. And as we look into this book together, as an insight to the love which can be shared between Christ and his bride, I would like us to take a look at chapter two. Now, I do really encourage you to read through this poetic book as a whole because it's not doing this analogy any justice by focusing just on one section. But as we read through this, I wanna pull out some key aspects that we can infer through the female statement, starting in verse three. Like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my beloved among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. Let him lead me to the banquet hall, and let his banner over me be love. We start with a metaphoric description of what it would be like to find an apple tree amongst all the other trees in the forest, similarly acknowledging what it's like to find this love out of all the things which can attempt to take that place. This scripture sticks out due to some primary and distinct feelings that are being represented. The first thing we see is that she felt protected by her fiance. Sitting in his shade was a metaphor for protection, not only in the Bible, but also used in literature of ancient Near East. She was working in the sun, but now she's enjoying resting under his protection. The next thing we see is that the man and woman cultivated the kind of relationship that allowed them to know each other intimately. The specific use of the word taste expressed the knowledge of someone through a very personal experience. We see this in Psalms 34, 8, where it says, taste and see the Lord is good. The last thing we see in this passage is that the beloved appreciated that the fact her fiance would let others see his love for her. As a banner was easily seen by the troops as they marched, so was her fiance's love for his beloved by anyone who saw their relationship. If we look at what this passage says through a lens of love we're able to share with Christ, it would let us know we can feel protected by him and enjoy resting in his protection. We can have a deep, intimate relationship with Christ. 
and we can ease into the picture of God's great love for us as a banner consistently relaying that message. There's a great deal we can learn from this timeless book. Lessons about love, about marriage, and how no human affection will ever compare to the vast depth of the love of God. As we enter in the season of love during Valentine's Day, remember that the greatest love song out there is the very words of God. Allow his powerful, his unending, and unrelenting love to wash over you today. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your radical and unconditional love that you grant us and give us access to, Jesus. We thank you that we can confidently walk into your love and that it radically changes us from the inside out, Lord. I thank you for the intimate relationship we can find with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the Holy of Holies, Lord. Let us not take this access to you and to know you and to be known for granted, Jesus. We give this day to you, Lord, and all glory. Let us be actions out of love towards you. Amen. Amen.